welcome to I Scream, the podcast. I am your host, Kira Hamilton, and today marks the fourth single scoop of this lovely little true crime podcast. Today we are going to be talking finally about light as a se- light as a feather, stiff as a board, the slumber party paranormal game, which is very popular amongst younger girls. Now, I personally have never played in Light as a Feather, Stiff as a Board, and to be honest, if any of my friends offered for me to play, I would definitely opt out because I am a little bit of a chicken, especially when it comes to paranormal stuff. I think you've been able to tell just from all the paranormal videos I've been doing, videos, podcast episodes I've been doing this month, that I definitely like to caution away from the paranormal because I feel like if something bad is going to happen and you can't control whether or not it's going to happen, like you have no control over it, I mean, I just want to do that. Whether or not the paranormal is or is not real, I don't want to be messing in something that could possibly be real and like negative on my life, etc. Anyways... I just want you to know that just because I'm informing you how to play the game, I am in no way encouraging you to do so. In fact, I caution you away from playing this game. In fact, I am making this episode because I want you to know that I do not want you to play this game. It is a game that is very popular, and a lot of the times people are peer pressured into playing it, and obviously if you don't believe in ghosts, go for it. But again, I like to err on the side of caution, especially with things like this. So I recommend that you do not play this similarly to the Ouija board. Like, please don't. But if you do, I'm not going to tell you no. So the point of the game is for four to five of you and your friends to be able to lift one friend with just two of your fingers. You're going to try the first time and discover that he or she is way too heavy and about to break your fragile fingers off. But yet, after a simple incantation and mystical chant, ooh, you will be able to lift your friend with just two fingers, almost like you are levitating or a spirit is lifting them up. This is obviously portrayed in a lot of TV shows, a lot of movies, because it is so popular. And... There are some other games I know that are in no way relating to saying this incantation or whatever, where you just have your, like, a friend sit on a chair and you, like, lift them once and, like, you can't, and then the second time you do it again. And we'll get into stuff like that when we get into the theories. So let me just continue before I get too off track. So now we get into how to play. The first step is to dim the lights. Candles are a nice touch or a flashlight. I personally would say if you're really trying to set the spooky mood, I would go with candles. But again, please don't play it. (laughs) Step two, have one person lay down flat on the floor, arms crossed over their chest as if dead. If If that doesn't alarm you, I don't know what does. You must just be a tough cookie. Step three. Then, two people are going to sit on either side on their shoulder. shoulders and knees work best. If a fifth person is lifting as well, have them sit at the head. Everyone should sit on their knees so you can easily stand up to levitate your friend. Levitate. I should put that in air quotes, but you can't see me. To levitate your friend, or maybe you're just lifting it. Again, we shall get into that when we get to the theories. Step four. Start by having everyone place two fingers on each other on each hand under the person laying in the center 
middle and index finger, preferably. Go ahead and try to lift them while they are completely conscious. It will be near impossible, or it should be, unless you've told, chosen like a two-year-old or something, like a small child. I would not recommend choosing a small child, or or if you're all bodybuilders, maybe. But I would not recommend choosing a small child, because don't, don't, don't get a child into this. I am, wow, I digress. <laughs> Five, one person is the group leader. This person will then tell the story of how the individual in the center is about to allow the spirit of a dead person to enter their body, effectively becoming corpse-like. Again, why, I don't know who you are, but why would you volunteer to let a spirit into your body? Like, imagine if it was a demon, right? And you're basically giving them permission, a demon or whatever this thing is, who knows what it is, and you're just, like, letting it into your body. That, to me, is so like why would you do that why would you let somebody like why would you give something permission because from what i've read the only way like a demon can possess you is if you're too weak-minded or if you allow them to so (laughs) please don't do this this is where it really starts getting alarming at first it seems like all fun and games like you're dimming the lights haha funny we're just trying to scare people and lift our friends but then you have the group leader who is basically telling the story and allowing a spirit to come into this person in the middle's body which to me is so not okay even if it's not actually happening just like not okay anyways i digress The narrator should instruct the body in the center to slowly become stiff like a corpse. And because their body and spirit are now open to supernatural influences, an outside spirit will enter and allow the body to become light. Again, why would you do that? Step 6. The narrator says, light as a feather, stiff as a board. Gradually, the other person... The other people should start repeating it, except for the body in the center. They stay dead and stiff, eyes closed. Again, why? Why would you do that? Uh, I don't know why, but... mm. Seven, after chanting several times, begin to lift the body off the floor, still with just two fingers per hand. You will now be able to lift the body with little to no effort. Stand up and extend your arms upwards. It will be effortless. But don't stop chanting or the spell will be broken, and the person will go back to their normal weight, crashing to the ground. Keep chant. Step eight. Keep chanting, light as a feather, stiff as a board, until the body is lowered safely back to the down to the ground. Then ask the spirit to leave the body and tell the person they can now get up. Again, why should you trust that just because you're like, hey, could you please leave this person's body? Why would you trust that they would do that? That's my thing. Like, you can ask a person to do something. You can't force them, especially if they're a spirit, you know? Now, we get into my favorite part, the theories of how it may work. There are a number of theories about why the game works so well, well enough to amaze countless girls and boys in the preteen category, into thinking that they somehow evoked a spirit or suddenly became super strong. The first theory is group focus. The first time you try to lift your friend, the group lacks focus. Usually there is giggling and skepticism, especially if you are a bunch of 10-year-old girls or boys amped up on Diet Coke and pizza. Plus, your friends in the middle is likely still very awake and nervous about what is about to be done to them, which personally, you know, if I did play this game, never would I volunteer to be the person in the middle and never would I listen to the narrator and like drift off or whatever and become light. I would like wiggle deliberately so that nothing would happen. 
Anyways, by the second time you attempt the lift, everyone is highly turned into the task at hand, incredibly focused on the act of lifting. The chanting helps to unite the movement, and the weight will likely become more evenly distributed, distributed about all of the participants. I personally don't really believe in this theory that's happening here because just to be honest with you it like suddenly you're focused so now you have superhuman strength or like you can lift your friend that you couldn't do before like even if like i guess yeah when you get focused you could probably lift somebody but like if you couldn't do it before you're probably not going to be doing it so effortlessly the second time like there would still be in my mind some strain Theory two, it's all about the tension. Ever tried to lift a mattress? Sucks, right? For a really long time, it wasn't really that long. It was like maybe every so often, I used to like take my mattress out of the bed frame so I could get the sheets really tight under it. And it's not great. That's the truth. A mattress is completely limp. And just because you can hoist up one side with ease does not keep the other side from flopping on the ground. But yet, something of similar weight, say the bed's box streams, seems a lot easier to carry. That is because the material is doing a bunch of work for you, whereas the mattress has no structure and just slumps so we're not supported in all places. The wood or metal allows you to pick up just one section and the rest will follow maintaining the shape. The same rule applies to your dead, in air quotes, friend laying in the middle of the group. Upon the first attempt, they are relaxed. Just because you try to wedge your two fingers under their shoulders and push towards the heavens does not mean the rest of their body will follow. But after the incantation, they are stiff and focused. Without realizing it, they are doing a lot of work for you by keeping their muscles rigid, allowing you to lift them with only a few points of contact. This I can agree more with than the first theory. It makes a lot more sense. And if it wasn't paranormal, this is probably what I would chalk it up to along with a combination of theory three because that is backed by true science. Yes, box springs are a lot easier to lift than mattresses. That is the truth. And it is because of like floppiness. I don't know how to, I don't know what adjective you'd use for that, but... This makes a lot more sense to me than theory one. Theory three is that you really, really want it to work. And I totally get this because I definitely, like, if I was a preteen girl who was not as cautious as I am, and I, I would definitely want that to work because it would be, like, funny and it would be a great story to tell all your friends when you got back to school the following week. So, when sitting in a 12-year-old Dakota's dark basement giggling but trying not to wake up her super lame parents, there was something special happening. This is a story that I made. We were, um, so, basically, you're sitting in your, the basement, a dark basement, and you're giggling, and you're trying not to wake up your parents, and you just really want it to work. And to you, it seems awesome. To me, to be honest with you, it seems awesome. I would never partake in it, but like if my friend suddenly started levitating my other friend, I would definitely think it was freaking cool. I would be a little freaked out, but you know, it's kind of cool, right? It's like having superpowers in real life, but like if it was not maybe a dark spirit, maybe a demon, like maybe, you know? 
but like it would be cool like just thinking in regular terms like if we take out all the paranormal stuff that's involved with this like and you're just like superhuman lifting your friend yeah it's kind of cool and i'm sure tons of preteen girls and boys who want this to work are definitely going to really want it to work it's such a good story it's such a good thing and so the first time maybe you're unfocused let's just like combine all three theories the first time maybe you're unfocused the second time your friend is doing all this work for you by being stiff and you just really want it to work like the first time you did it and now you really want it to work it's like when you're working out and you like do five push-ups right but you're like no i want to do 10 and you just do 10 even though you thought you could have before so that is theory number three. Theory number four is that it's a mind game. You're sort of um, playing a mind game with yourself and you're thinking because of the set rules of this game that the first time you are not gonna be able to lift it. But your mind is sort of helping you to lift your friend the second time because it has this preconceived notion that it is going to happen. I have, uh, I read a couple accounts like when I was doing research for this specific episode that people like who were very like resistant to it like we're never able to lift said person because they were resistant to it so i actually also agree with this because there is a game you play where you have a friend sitting on a chair and you and another friend take two fingers and lift them up you don't do any of the chanting things it's just trying two times and there's no ghosts involved no allowing spirits into the thing and i do play this a lot because it is kind of fun and it the whole objective of the game is that it's a mind game the first time you don't think you can do it but the second time because your friend waves a magic wand or whatever you do so you lift the friend that's not actually what they they don't wave a magic wand but they'll they'll say like now you will be able to lift your friend you know and then you lift them because you are playing this mind game with yourself the final theory is an obvious one that it's a ghost or a demon or whatever you want this begins to bring up the dangers of the game. As I have said in every episode where we talk about the paranormal, the unknown is not safe. I've said this countless times, even in just this one episode. Sometimes it is good to explain the un it is good to like go into the unknown and it can be beneficial, but in this case it isn't. Like sometimes, like if you're going into the unknown of say a scientific field, right, and you're conducting an experiment, it can be good as long as you take the proper precautions and even in some cases it can be bad but it's not gonna like destroy your entire life unless you really do something bad but you have some control over where the situation goes based on your hard work etc etc but in this case you are basically calling out to the wild wide reaches of the paranormal world or the other side or whatever you want to call it and you're basically saying anything that wants to can you just come into my friend's body and help us lift her for a fun like two seconds party game and you could be invited anything in like a demon just like a bad spirit that the ouija demon <laughs> i don't know like you get what i'm saying right it's just not safe you don't like you don't know the forces you're messing with and in my opinion i just wouldn't do it because there is a possibility that something goes wrong and I would hate for, even if I was sitting and watching my friends playing it, I would hate for my friend in the middle to be possessed for the rest of their life or like have to get an exorcism or whatever. Like I would hate that all because they played a party game as little kids, you know? I mean, I'm pretty sure there are some stories where people talk about 
their experiences with light as a feather stiff as a board i'm obviously not exploring those in today's episodes but if you want to look some of those up and share them with me i would love that because you know i like spooky stuff i mean here i am talking about spooky stuff i will not partake in spooky stuff but i will i like to read about it you know it's very interesting in my personal opinion but anyways, that's all I have for today's video. Once again, just because I told you the rules of this game, I do not recommend you playing it. And I say no to it, especially on Halloween, because I feel like ghosts are jumpier during Halloween. I don't know. But say no. Like, just don't be influenced by the peer pressure. Just sit there and watch it's the same experience with less of the danger. That is my suggestion for you. Please listen to the rest of my episodes that I've had so far because we have a Halloween episode coming up and I have three confirmed guests and I am so excited. We are definitely going to be doing a Halloween themed case. It may or may not be unsolved. That is to be determined, but you shall find out in two days time i think is the correct like if you count today friday if you count like friday and saturday i don't know but i will see you on saturday for our very special halloween episode and that is all for today's single scoop goodbye